three. What's up, everybody? Robert Peppo, Small Business Uncensored, number 13. Thanks for rocking with me. Please follow on all social media platforms. Today, we have a really special one. I wanted to do a Father's Day tribute. My father's been instrumental, so I wanted to give a shout out to all the fathers who are taking that massive role and responsibility, the biggest one, the most important one you could do, and still holding it down, setting the example, being the example. We appreciate you. Thank you. And this one, this one's for my dad. I'm wearing his shirt today. He knows I love coffee. It's a great gift. So I wanted to wear it in the Small Business Uncensored 13 podcast. Thank you. Um, I also have a book here. You know, I love books. My father just bought me this last week. It's called Unstoppable, a really good book uh, about an Auschwitz survivor who became very successful here in America. So shout out again to my dad. Thank you. Always thinking to me. We're going to get into that in this podcast. So just a little bit of a shout out to my father and a Father's Day tribute and a tribute to old school business practices. Um old school lessons, simple, basic things that my father did that really made an impact on our business and myself as I grew up and as I got into business and the things that I learned from him. Okay. So my father always supported me. Okay. I want to get that clear because even when I fucked up and I did, believe me, my path was not always straight and narrow and good. I made a lot of mistakes. I had to learn things the hard way, but he was steadfast always. Never lowered his standard, no matter what I did. He didn't fly off the handle all the time, and I'm incredibly blessed to have a very calm, um, level-headed father who was always like pretty stoic in the way in which he did things. And so I got to see that coming up, and now I get to reflect on how he was able to do that with me being, you know, pretty wild in my young age. And then how he treated everyone within the business and how that molded how I do it today. And so he always says he's not a businessman, all this, but we all know that's not true. He made a 45 year legacy in a business. But what he means by that is, no, he didn't go to college. No, he didn't have investors. No, he didn't have some ambitious goals. But what he did do is create a really good business with simple business practices. And that's what I'm going to touch on today as a kudos to him. And hopefully you guys can get some tidbits of this if you're a father or business owner of what works so well for so long. And then what I've done combining my rogue business ideas and pushing hard with the old school things that work. Okay. And that are really the baseline of a good, solid business. And so a good adage I like to say is keep it simple, okay? Or in our business or to scale um, without anything too complicated happening, like we're not a tech company, right? So we don't need any real fancy technologies, although I do bring that into our company, but I make it simple. Um, Fancy fails, simple scales. And I believe my father would probably be the prime example of that because he kept it simple. He didn't overcomplicate things. People overcomplicate the shit out of things when really you should step back, keep it simple and do one thing really good 
and just continue on that. So a few things, let's just say um, his simple rules. Number one, all right, are you ready for this? Treat people well. I know it seems crazy, right? But think about it. Treating people well, and everyone can say, treat people as you like to be treated, do unto others. That's pretty much the premise of it. But if you treat everybody well, they will probably reciprocate or at least do the job for you or with you or whatever you require them to do within your job or as a vendor or whatever. And so let's just talk about that first, treating people well. Um, I would say let's talk about employees first. So there's a lot of people that be like, you got to be on time. You can't call off. They get pissed when you do this. Like I'm in the army, right? And so there's a whole lot of uh, different ways you can go about reprimanding people and getting people to do things. And I've been in a really good position to see a lot of old school leadership with that hardcore mentality going through new leadership courses with the new way Army wants to do things, kind of blending the two. Because I do think it should be a blend. Um, I don't think one way is better than the other. It's just different ways. And everything is constantly growing and evolving. But when you treat people well, like my father did, in employee-wise, they're going to want to do a good job for you. They're going to want to come back to the workplace. And so don't underestimate how important that is. Because even if somebody calls off and, yeah, we have a standard. Yes, everyone has to do the same thing. <coughs> Excuse me. And we want to hold a standard and keep people accountable. You can't forget that everyone has lives outside of our business. And also, here's a key point. Everyone is different. Okay? So when you think about if that person has a lot going on in their life and you got to know your employee. And that's, that's the mark of a good leader. You got to know your people. You got to know who you're working with, who you're surrounded with, what makes them tick, what's motivating them, and what are their weak points that you can help them build on or at least manage, okay, as long as it doesn't interfere um, in a bad way to your business. It's okay to make exceptions for things because then you tell the employee, I'll make an exception for you. Hopefully, you will do the same for me when the time comes. And so I never get bent out of shape about people calling off or, you know, people messing up or you know, fucking up a sandwich or whatever it might be. I understand it. We fix it. We address it. We move on. And I, and I take a careful approach to that just like my father did. So let's talk about with customers as well. Um, if you put the people first, right? Uh, I'm not saying the customer is always right. I think that's kind of a fallacy in business. It doesn't have to be that way. And it's not always true. I think everyone knows that. But if you treat the customer right, give them a lot of information, over deliver, keep a quality product, treat them well before, during, and after their visit, um, connect with them, talk with them. That goes a long way. Just yesterday, someone came in and said, 45 years ago when we opened, they were here and they remember my dad and his old partner being so cool and cordial and they were always so nice. They were always there. It was always the same. It was always a great place to go. As kids, they would ride their bikes there and even if they didn't get anything, they would come there in the summertime just to chill out and they haven't forgot this. So 45 years later, they're still a customer. I mean, come on. It, you don't overcomplicate the shit. Then another guy was just telling me yesterday in the store um, during lunchtime. He said, hey, man, I came here my first day after high school. I was 15 years ago. I really appreciate it. I love coming back to the old neighborhood and seeing you guys and coming here. It's one of the first places I go. Come on. This is, this is, this is real simple stuff. Talk to people. Learn their names. My father was incredible at learning someone's name 
um, watching them grow up in the business. And I got to see him do that. Now I get to build my own that way. Okay. The business strategies doesn't have to be complicated. Okay. I promise you simple things are a business plan. Doing the, the small things right is a plan. Okay. Just keep doing that. Do it well and do it over time and it will work. Um, so vendors, treating your vendors well. Now we have a lot of people deliver to us and bring us our food stock, our dry stock, um, our bread, etc. Pepsi products. And when you treat those people well, they want to make sure they're on time or early, help you if you need something. Like we get big ass pieces of equipment sometimes in, we need help with that. You know, if you're a dick, someone might not want to help you and they can just drop it outside and you bring it in. Okay, but they might help. Um, if you need a special exception on something or a rushed product on something and you treated these people well, the owners of that business and also their drivers or their receptionist who's taking your order, if you treat them well, they're going to want to do that. And we do that all the time because I have like, I get pretty pretty um, outlandish ideas sometimes. I want to try different things. We need to test the product or bring something in or get a sample of something. And if you don't treat them well, they're not going to go above and beyond for you. You're not going to be able to go there right then to them and say, hey, uh, let me uh, grab that real quick. I'm going to take it back to the store and I'll bring it back. Um, I just want to test it out. Why would they do that if you're a dick or not treating them well? All right. So think about that. It's not complicated. Um, and then another thing is just creating a good product, keeping the standard of your products, not dropping your quality or what you expect from your employees, constantly keeping an eye on it because that's what you've promised your customer. That's what you should deliver. And that's what you should deliver over a long period of time to let people know that your brand stands for something quality, um, whatever it may be in your industry, quality, service, whatever, holding that standard, again, keeping it simple, making sure that everyone is doing it the same way, making sure everything is good so that the customer gets a good product. It's not complicated. We have a really good, unique product. My father kept that. And it's the one thing I've never changed and I never will change about our business is our core product that makes us special. It works. So him teaching me, don't overcomplicate it. Don't change something. We can add to it. We can make extensions of products, but our core main product that 90% of our business comes from will never change and it has not changed. All right, so keep it simple. Um, good prices. You know, I remember back in the day, my father would have like a sheet. I mean, I'm talking this is years and years ago. Have a sheet because he didn't want to overcharge somebody in the way in which they ordered a sandwich. Now, that is not a common business practice. And even back then I knew, I was like, you know, why are we doing this? This is pretty time consuming, kind of silly. But he's like, hey, I just want to be fair. All right. And so I bring that into how I do our pricing strategy with our menu offerings because I understand how he did it and why he did it. And so I do what's best for us now, what's kind of the best practices in the restaurant industry now. But I blend it with keeping in mind how he did it and why he did it. Okay, because people work hard for their money and they have plenty of options. So you've got to still be competitive on the price, even if you have a higher quality product or even if we have the best turkey and chicken on the market. Nobody cares if the price is really high and they don't know. Okay, so just keep it fair. Keep it simple. And I want to and I want to follow this up and I want to follow and tie this all in from my father's day tribute to my dad on this podcast as remaining humble 
as one of the the keys to I think his success and people really um, coming back talking about him, saying so many good things about him that made me be the way that I am. No matter what people think, we are really successful in our business out here at least. And my father has remained humble no matter what. And he never lived beyond his means. He always gave to us, the kids, the family. And we are all extremely appreciative of that. Everyone knows, my sisters included. We all are very humbled and appreciated by that. But he is the most humble person who doesn't expect any pet on the back, doesn't expect anything. He gets to work. He does his thing. He comes to work and he doesn't even have to. Okay? But it's in his blood. It's what he does. He's showing that he still has value. He's showing what we should be doing and what I should strive to do. And so being humble, no matter the success or what people come in and tell you how great you are, all the reviews, all the pictures that get so many comments about him, it doesn't matter if you're an egomaniac and people won't do those things. Yeah, you'll get some here and there, but being humble, um, even when you've done something really good, is pretty key. And I think I do a good job at that now. I push it a little bit because I'm younger, obviously, and coming up and want to make a name for myself, but being humble is definitely number one. So that's all I have today. I wanted to keep it short. I wanted to give a shout out to my dad, a Father's Day tribute. Um, Shout out to all the other dads out there who are doing their thing. Salute you. Stay badass, y'all. Do whatever it takes. Robert Peppo.